Hello and welcome in to another edition of the Fantasy Football Podcast. Coming at you with our official NFL predictions today. Cody, how we doing? It's uh, late on a Wednesday night. You are rolling out of town tomorrow to go to yet another fantasy draft. Are you uh, ready to go? I I am ready to go. I luckily got a uh, went to the office for half the day. Came home, worked the uh, afternoon at home, and I was able to get some packing done. Uh, actually had a draft tonight at 8 with some guys from work, so uh, met up at the good old local B-dubs and had that draft. That was a good time, and uh, nice. let's just say that league is, uh, the roster is looking pretty solid. Those guys are some pretty novice fantasy football players, so I'm pretty happy with that roster, but uh, Clean yeah, I'm excited board. to do NFL predictions. It's pretty crazy to think that next Wednesday, we're going to be recording our like Thursday night preview, and yeah. The cycle like really begins where it's it's multiple episodes a week. So before we jump into it, if you're not subscribed, make sure to subscribe. You're gonna have three to four weekly episodes. I'd say actually four weekly episodes just about every week. So from fantasy football during the week, we got the gambling show that comes out Saturday. So make sure you're on the lookout for it. Like I said, hit that subscribe button. But uh, Nick, how's your how's your Wednesday going for you? been pretty good got a little pickleball action in uh with the fam a couple hours ago it was a beautiful night out in st louis missouri the heat has uh subsided this past week so i'm just glad to get outside and get a little fresh air and uh you know uh kicking some butt in pickleball never a bad night love um, some pickleball absolutely oh yeah, yeah uh it's it's definitely taking over the nation right now but um we're just going to hit you with a couple nfl predictions real quick this one not so much a uh, fantasy episode we're going to give you our uh Playoff predictions, we're going to go one through seven on the seeds on each side, and then uh, we're also going to give you our Super Bowl picks, uh, and then we're also going to record a uh, a Best Bets episode for the season as well. That'll air in a separate podcast, so look out for that one as well. But Cody, uh, let's go ahead and start with the AFC, since we are both fans of uh, AFC West squads. I'll let you go first. Give me, uh, give me your seven. Who is making the playoffs this year out of the AFC? Absolutely. So I I went through and I actually did a win loss for every team today during this my busy afternoon of work, and uh, so that way I could stat out like an official like what oh, wow. like how I would project it by every game. It honestly doesn't matter because like I got to like week five and six and I was like I don't know what if someone's quarterbacks hurt like this doesn't right this is just like if everything's a perfect scenario who do I think is going to be you know the leader in the clubhouse so. Uh, me, I have the Bengals finishing as the number one seed in the AFC. I think they were uh, potentially on their way last year. Both them and the Bills had the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, obviously them not being able to finish that game in Buffalo or in Cincinnati actually uh, caused them to miss out on it last year. So I have them taking the number one spot. I got my Chiefs falling into the number two spot. I think it's still another great year. I just think maybe the Bengals – Kind of, kind of just go over the top. I feel like they are the closest team nipping at the Chiefs' heels. So I think the Chiefs go number two. Number three, I got the Dolphins. I think, obviously, this is probably the most volatile team to put on your rankings because if Tua goes down with a concussion, I feel immediately worried about their season. But for right now, if, like I said, if everything goes perfect, I think the Dolphins have an insane offense. I think once Jalen Ramsey comes back, their defense is serviceable. I like them in the three spot. And then four, basically just who's going to be the consolation winner of the AFC South. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, as the the local Jags fan on this podcast, I would say I've I've 
cooled down on them a little bit. I don't think they're going to be the team, the you know, fourteen and three, thirteen and fourteen that some people are predict predicting. Like they're just going to break out out of nowhere. I think they're going to be pretty good, a pretty solid team. But I still think they're going to have their inconsistent weeks. And then to wrap up my wild card spots, we got the Chargers coming in at the fifth spot. I think they finally break through and have a pretty good season. Six, the Steelers. I think they are poised to make a jump. And then seven, I think the Bills end up sneaking back into the playoffs, but I think it is a little bit of a rocky season, and they sneak into the last wild card spot. Uh, Nick, I know you're going to go over your seven. Do you want to comment on mine, or do you just want to jump right into yours? Well, uh, you know, I would have some comments on your seven, but I have the exact same seven, just in a different order. Uh, So apparently... You know, we were drinking the same Kool-Aid here before we made our lists. Uh, I even have the Dolphins winning their division, as you do. Uh, my, my, my order's a little bit different, so I obviously agree with you in a lot of ways, but um, I'll just run through my list and kind of uh, you know give my reasons as to why I'm slightly different on a few of these teams. But I have the Chiefs at one, actually. Uh, it's kind of the chalk pick, obviously, but I think out of the three contenders that you look at uh, coming into this season, uh, between the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. I think those are the three most people peg for that number one seed right now. The Chiefs have probably the easiest schedule out of the three just because they play in the easiest division. Uh, so I think they you know, they also get to play the Bengals at home this year, and I can't remember if they play the Bills, but if they do, uh, I, I don't know if it's in Kansas City or, or, or at Buffalo. But that game, ending up uh, the Cincinnati game, uh, ending up in Kansas City late in the year, I think will be the difference between uh, the one seed there. I've got the Jags at two. I agree with you. I think the they the, the hype might be a little overblown here, but uh, the big difference here is that they get to play in the AFC South. They're going to get a lot of free wins from that division. I think they can get five out of six pretty easily from uh, the Colts, Texans, and Titans. So that will propel them to the two seed. I also have the Dolphins winning their division in the three seed. Uh, I like this team quite a bit. When Tua was healthy last year, they were. You know, they had that eight and three start. They kind of fell off after uh, after Tua came back from the concussion issues. If he stays healthy, I think this team uh, will win their division. But uh, that, that, like you said, that was the big question there. I've got the Ravens winning the AFC North. I think it'll be a really tight race between the Ravens, Bengals, and Steelers. I think they'll all kind of beat up on each other a little bit. So that's why I have uh, them in the four spot. Uh, the Bills in the five uh, as the first wild card. Again, I really like this team, but I just think the Dolphins could have a bit of a breakout year. Bengals in the sixth spot. Uh, again, I explained that earlier. I think the Ravens and Bengals will all finish very similar to each other. Uh, so have them finishing a game or two back of the Ravens in the sixth hole. And then the Steelers, I have taking the last wild card spot here. I like the way the offense has looked. Mike Tomlin will always get you to nine wins. And again, if this offense improves a little bit, get them up to 10 wins. I think that'll be good enough for that seventh seed in the AFC. Absolutely. So one difference. I got the the Chargers making it in. You got the Ravens making it in by winning their division. But that is is very close. And for the YouTube audience, I, I actually wrote down all mine on paper before I put them in the doc. So that way I would not see what Nick had chosen. So... That is by complete luck. Maybe we do talk to each other quite a bit about football, so maybe we have a little bit of similar opinions because of that. But, yeah, but that's those are some solid picks there. Again, I don't really have too much to say. I think you're a little higher on the Jaguars than I am at this point for being the, the uh, yeah, Jaguars just, fan I of the podcast. I think their schedule is going to let them clean up a few extra wins. I don't know if they're necessarily going to – you know, I, I think on a – you know, they're, they're not going to be a better team than the Bengals throughout the year, but – uh, the the 
the free wins they're going to get from playing the Colts and the Texans and then, uh, you know, not having to play the, the toughest schedule that the the Bengals, Steelers, and I, I think pretty much the that other half fair. of the AFC yeah. does, I think will help them catapult up the seeding chart a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so who do you have as your AFC champion? I have the Bengals as my AFC champion, even though I have them in the sixth seed. Uh, we've seen Joe Burrow already make a run to the Super Bowl before from uh, a wild card spot. So I think the uh, the Bengals finally break through here into actually, well, for the second time in three years, break through to the uh, title game. I think um, you know Joe Burrow in big games is a is a pretty pretty hard guy to bet against, and uh, you know he's going to have his two star wide receivers for at least one more year. So. Uh, I think they, they make good on it, and they make it back to the Super Bowl for the second time in uh, Joe Burrow's career. Yep, absolutely. I am going with the homer pick. I'm taking my Kansas City Chiefs. Um, might as well while while they're in there. To be fair, I didn't do it last year, and of course they made it, and it's like I couldn't even gloat on here that you know I had been that I chose them at the beginning of the year. So Soft. obviously it's it's easy to root for them. Um, my, I guess I'll just go like my sleeper pick as to if I was going to take fandom out of it. Um, I really like the Chargers quite a bit. I just yeah, yeah. I don't know if if uh, Brandon Staley as a head coach will, you know, if you have even though they have Justin Herbert and all the talent, if you tell me it's Brandon Staley against Andy Reid for the AFC Championship game, I am just going to favor Andy Reid quite a bit. So yeah. if Brandon Staley can improve or they can find ways to, you know maybe supplement him and their offense is just super good under Kellen Moore, then I think the the Chargers can make a leap like almost nobody else just based off Justin Herbert alone. So uh, they he, they would be my non-homer pick. But for the record, I'm going for the Chiefs, and that way I can be obnoxious about it later on. Yeah, I think my, my other, you know, I guess not really dark horse pick, I have them as the three seed in my AFC uh, playoff predictions. That would yeah. be the Dolphins. Again, I think this team was just really impressive last year when everybody was healthy and on the field. Uh, if they can keep uh, Tua healthy, you know, with these two outstanding wide receivers and a, a defense with uh, a little bit more juice this year, uh, I think you know they could make a Super Bowl run as well. One hundred percent, I like that. Um, since I led off the AFC, do you want to jump over and start off the NFC? Sounds good. All right, I Let's had the Eagles as the number one seed again, going chalk here, but. Uh, this one, not so much because of their schedule. They actually have a pretty tough schedule. I just really love the way the Eagles played their offseason. Uh, they did a great job reloading in the draft. They have a lot of young talent on the defensive line. Uh, unless they get just absolutely crushed with injuries on both sides of the ball, on the offensive line and defensive line, I don't see how this team really regresses too much. Um, you know, they're, they're just their talent is just head and shoulders above everybody else in the NFC, in my opinion. So I have them at the one. I've got the Lions at the two. Uh, I Again, I really like the way this team is structured. I think they're coming into their own. If this defense can make its way into average to above average territory, I think this elite offense can carry them to the second seed. Again, they have a, a slightly easier division to, uh, to contend with as well. I believe they also play the, uh, the NFC South and the AFC West, so they get a little bit of an easier draw uh, with their division play as well uh, outside of their own division. So uh, I think they'll get the second seed. The Saints... In the three seed, I'm not a huge fan of this team overall, but we've gone over this uh, at other points in the offseason. They have a super easy schedule. They don't play really any elite quarterbacks throughout uh, their entire schedule this season. So I think they will be able to pick up 
you know, a lot of relatively easy wins throughout the year and get to 11 or 12 wins to get that three seed. And then surprisingly, I have the Seahawks taking the, uh, the, the four seed here and winning the NFC West. I have some concerns about the 49ers. I think their offensive line might take a step back. I'm not a Brock Purdy believer, and I really love the way the Seahawks have uh, structured their roster the past couple of years. I think they will win the NFC West and take the four seed. Got the Cowboys as the first wild card, 49ers as the second wild card, and the Commanders sneaking in as the seven seed here. Uh, again, I, I think Sam Howell, I've always liked him as a prospect. Didn't Did not think he should have fallen to the fifth round in the, the year he came out. Really, uh, really think he can actually play a little bit. They have a really good defense. If this offense is average, uh, I think they'll be able to sneak into a weak, weak NFC playoff field here as the uh, as the seven seed. Cowboys and Niners rosters just too good to leave them out of the playoffs without knowing any serious injuries happening. You know before the year starts. Yeah, absolutely. I um, instead of wasting time commenting on yours, I'm just going to actually jump right into mine. Yeah, yeah, we're going six for seven uh, again on the NFC. So here we go. Just a little different order. I got the Cowboys finally making it to the one seed, kind of going over the top this year, getting up there to 13, 14 wins to get on top of the NFC. Uh, it has been my prediction that the Cowboys will win the NFC. I think that they will have a very, very good year. Uh, I think Michael Parsons is probably the best defensive player in the NFL just as a whole. He is incredible yep. to watch. Um, so I just I think that you know the NFC is going to be relatively down this year. I think the Cowboys can take advantage of that. In the two spot, I have the 49ers, and I will say my one, two, four, or one, two, five, and six, I think are all going to be within a game of each other for both of their divisions, and then probably for both the one seed as well. I think those four teams are probably the best in the a NFC, which I'll get into obviously. But number two, the 49ers, I have them. You know, like I said, barely beating out the Seahawks. So then winning the division, the Lions at number three. Um, not much to really add there. I think that their offense is really solid. I've always really liked Jared Goff as a quarterback, so I'd love to see him bring the Lions to uh, to relevance and then host a playoff game in Detroit for, would it be the first time ever? I, or? I don't think it's the first time, but it's definitely no, since, they've uh, won. the 90s. Uh, they obviously, yeah. I, mean, I think the last couple times they've been in the playoffs, they've been a, a road team in the wild card round. So since the, at least the 90s, they have not hosted one. <laughs> Yeah, and then the four seed, I have the Saints. Honestly, I think the Saints may be a nine win. Maybe that's yeah, probably a nine win gets into the playoff because their division's terrible. Kind of a team. I don't see them being a team that uh, you know beats their out of not out of conference. I guess out of conference matchups. Uh, yeah, you know when they should. I do think they'll probably beat up on the on the Panthers, on the Falcons, on the Bucks. They'll probably get, you know, four or five wins there. I just don't see them being dominant outside of their division. Um, number five, the Eagles. Again, honestly, I think them and the Cowboys are probably going to go right down to week 17, week 18 for not only the division, but probably the number one overall seed. Probably looking at a 13, you know, 12, 13 win Eagles team that's sitting here in the five seed. Uh, Seahawks, again, similar to the 49ers, going to be competing for that division down the stretch, but probably going to be a 10 11, you know, win ball team. Or, oh, wow. When uh, 10 11 win team that ends up just sneaking into the wild card. And then my only difference I have from you when it comes to teams getting in is I have the Packers sneaking in. I still think the Packers roster is pretty solid. I don't think they're going to be incredible, but I think in the NFC, that last, that last spot really can go to anyone that I think can find a way to eight to nine wins. And I think if you look at the Packers' schedule, you could find eight to nine wins just 
comparing rosters to some of their other teams. So, um, again, I, I honestly would love to see the Commanders do it just uh, with their new ownership, with Sam Howell and everything. I think it would be really cool. But my pick, as we see here tonight, if everything goes as planned, would be the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I think that seven seed is going to be – really up for grabs in the NFC. Like you said, there is a clear top four. I think we both agree on that uh, between the Cowboys, Eagles, uh, 49ers, and Seahawks. And then there's obviously going to be the two division winners from the NFC North and the NFC South. So that seven spot, I think, will be the one that is legitimately up for grabs with you know one of these other kind of uh, dark horse teams, whether it's the Giants, whether it's the Packers, whether it's the Commanders, someone's going to take that spot. But you can make an argument for any of them, really, like you said. Absolutely. All right, your NFC champion. I am sticking with my bold prediction from earlier this offseason. I am taking the Detroit Lions. Uh, again, uh, This I think this is just me kind of nodding to their team structure. I really like the way they have uh, they built out their roster. This is kind of the way I would play um, You know, if I was an NFL GM. Just really, really strong O-line play. Obviously, we didn't love their first-round picks this past year, but you know they had kind of already built the core of their team at that point, so... Heavy investment on edge rushers, which they made with Aiden Hutchinson uh, two years two years prior, and then heavy investment on the offensive lines, kind of my two core tenants as an NFL team. So uh, the Lions definitely uphold both of those, and uh, I think they can uh, they can make a run, especially if they get that two seed. Man, Detroit not only hosting a playoff game, but making it all the way to the Super Bowl. What a run oh, yeah. for Jared Goff! What a redemption story for him! I would lo- hey, I would love Super it as a Jared Goff fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, on the other hand, had the Cowboys winning, also sticking to my bold prediction that I made or hot take that we had uh, earlier in the summer. So I have uh, officially the Chiefs beating the Cowboys and going back to back uh, for the first time in a little while uh, as Super Bowl champions. Again, last year felt pretty dumb, uh, not necessarily rooting against the Chiefs, but not being able to come out here and just tell everyone I told you so and root for my really good favorite team. So I'm going to be the homer this year. I I will take the heat. Do not care. Chiefs over Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not sure you can say I told you so by picking the favorite in the uh, in the in the house in Vegas right now. But fair enough. Uh, I I don't blame you. It's obviously a good pick for a reason. But I'm gonna go Bengals over Lions in the Super Bowl. That's right. Cincinnati and Detroit, two high flying sports markets. Both of them desperate for uh, a championship that neither one of them have had in a very long time. So that would be a really fun one, in my opinion. I think it would be very high scoring. Similar to the Chiefs and Cowboys, I think that would also be a really fun, really high scoring game. But uh, I have the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow beating the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff in Super Bowl 57. Is this 57, 58? I'm not entirely sure. I think 58. Eight, but it might be 57. I, Whatever I Super Bowl. I wanted to I say have. it also, but I didn't know. <laughs> I have Cincy winning it. A little bit of a, I, I, you know, I like to go, I don't like to go chalk with my Super Bowl pick. So I, I think, I think if I, I just like to be, if I, if we get to the end of the year and this actually comes true, you know, I will, I will have some clout over everybody. I mean, Chiefs, Cowboys. 100%. Better, 100%. It's okay. I if I switch it and went Cowboys over Chiefs, would you respect me a little more? Yes, a lot more. Okay. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that is it. Uh, we are going to actually do a betting show where we're going to go over our favorite bets for Coach of the Year as well as MVP. Um, do you have? Is your like who you think will win MVP different than your best bet? Um, 
So let's see who I have on my best bet. Uh, oh, I guess I, you have the yeah, defensive so player I, I think, of the year. I, yeah, so, no, I didn't yeah. actually put MVP on my best bet because I didn't love anybody on the board. I think I think Mahomes is the best value on the board. That's why I didn't really want to put it on my best bet segment because he doesn't have uh, too high of odds. But I think I'd have to go with Mahomes just because his down season is usually still in contention for MVP. So... I think he's just the easy bet to make, even at six to one. He'd be the guy I would recommend and the guy I would pick if I'm, you know, choosing right now. But uh, I, you know, I think there are better values for other awards that we will get to in our best bets. Cool, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you on Mahomes. It's going to be pretty hard for him not to not six to, to one's pretty good value. I mean, then, yeah, I I agree with you there, but. Cool. Let's let's get uh, let's wrap this one up. We again, the best bets is going to be dropping on Saturday. It's going to be our season long best bets episode, and then we will have a best bets every single Saturday from that point on out. So if you enjoy gambling, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Tune into those. Uh, Nick, let's get out of here. Let's get the other one fired up. Peace out. MVP ads. <laughs>